Do you want to become a better songwriter? Well, we created a very simple 10-minute songwriter personality test, and it's going to help you better understand who you are as a writer, and it's going to help you in the writer's room when you're writing with other writers, because you're going to be able to identify what kind of writer they are, maybe even have them take the songwriter personality test. If you're curious and you want to take the songwriter personality test today, just visit songwriterpersonalitytest.com or go to the link on the writingworship.co website. This is the Brave Podcast, awakening dreams, purpose, and songs. Brave exists to encourage, resource, and connect brave women around the world for the glory of God. It's Chrissy, and we have a surprise live podcast. Surprise! Today. <laughs> I'm here <laughs> with um, our my friend and my pastor Dustin Smith. Woo-hoo. And um, I just wanted to share a little bit with you guys about what's been happening, a little bit about what we've been praying for, yeah, for a while, and where we are right now, and what's what is about to happen. There's a lot stirring, and I want to make sure you guys know about it. Um, and then I also want to make sure that you can be a part of it too. So crazy, basically it's a crazy journey, huh? <laughs> it is a crazy journey. How long have I known you? Has it been? I think it's been like seven years. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, seven eight years, something like that. So um, maybe just tell us a little bit about you first, like your background. Oh man. Okay. You want to? No. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. I don't want it to be. This is about me. I um. Yeah. Yeah. So I. I mean. Just the basic, I grew up as a pastor's kid, and I'm a fourth-generation pastor, but never imagined I'd be one. Hmm. Um, probably just because I I love people and want to help people, but I think just being in the system for so long, yeah. you just see the things that you're like, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that. And went through the journey of you know Bible college where I met my wife, so I didn't date it with that. And then yeah. I really experienced the power of God when I was 21. It took me through a revival where I ended up you know, leaving everything to go be at that church in Kansas City, led mm-hmm. worship there, and just really probably changed everything for me about just about who God is and, mm-hmm. and really renewed a fire in me for just pursuing him at all costs. Yeah. And no matter what the cost was, like we were going to do it. And mm-hmm. that ended up driving us here to Nashville after leading worship there for, I think, 15 years. Mm-hmm. We ended up moving out here to Nashville and didn't have anything to move to, except mm-hmm. I writ- I wrote songs, you know, I write for integrity. And mm-hmm. I think it's really where you and I connected just in songwriting and yeah. getting to know each other. So I've been out here now for, man, almost, I'd say five years. Well, and can you tell a couple of the songs that you've written that people might recognize? Uh, I know Miracles. How Great Is Our God. Uh, what? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Amazing Grace. Uh, <laughs> no, I wrote no. Miracles. This is probably our you know, most song That's your song. biggest song, yeah. And, um, but I've written, there's a couple that I, probably my favorites, the one that's called Chaotic Love that was written before Reckless Love. Uh, Chaotic Love was written 
this almost was 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah. And um, Michael W. Smith picked that up with Carrie Job singing it, which was yeah, kind of fun. And, that's right. And I still hear things about that song. And then um, and then there's been some recent ones where the Spirit of the Lord is with Life Church and yeah. kind of a bunch of songs out, but those some are some Bethel of them. stuff. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Kim, awesome. Kim singing on her new album. I think she has a new song called um, Simple Things. Uh-huh. Lord, lead me back to the simple things. That's awesome. So, um, or Simple Days. I don't know the name of it. I'm not good with titles. So whatever they, whatever they decided the title was at the end. Yeah. So anyways, so I've been writing songs and we travel and do a lot of ministry outside, um, in various, uh, circles, Mm -hmm. which has been a blast. And then just a couple years ago, I went out and ministered with Darlene check out in, uh, Australia. Mm -hmm. And they asked us if we wanted to be a part of hope you see Mm -hmm. and start a hope you see Nashville. And so in October, we launched Hope You See Nashville. And that's been a crazy, a crazy journey in itself. (laughs) It's funny because what I felt, you know, I I knew the Lord was really drawing me to it. Mm -hmm. And you're kind of fighting it. But again, you're really just fighting the picture of what you think it represents. Mm -hmm. So like when you hear senior pastor, everybody will tell you what they think that that means. Mm -hmm. But I felt God tell me like, this isn't about a title. It's just about function and function how you... I've called you to function. Just mm-hmm. be who you have called you to be. Love people. Love yeah. me and get them to love me more and they'll love each other more and you'll yeah. see what happens out of it. And so we just started doing worship nights together and mm-hmm. um, just started gathering friends. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's hope you see Nashville now. And so we, we've we leased a property for a long time mm-hmm. and you and I, we started, I mean, you told me about a vision for a barn. Yeah. I don't even know how many years. I mean, when we first met, yeah. you told me things you'd have vision for. Yeah. And it was crazy because before we moved here, I felt the Lord was talking to me about a barn mm-hmm. and just like, and part of me, I wondered if it was just to get it outside of the church setting, you know, mm-hmm. or I didn't know. And then I had a prophetic word given to me about a barn and that they said they drove up in some some area, this, the lady who was telling me, and she said, and I heard the Lord say, this is Dustin and Gina's property. Hmm. And she said, I think that, I think the Lord told her that cause that's how she would recognize something because right. she knows us. Yeah. And so she turned on and she said, I drove up and there was this enormous barn and she said, water was pouring out of every hole in the barn and people were walking from every direction into mm-hmm. the water. Mm-hmm. And then they would walk back out with buckets of water. And, and she said, I asked the Lord, like, I thought you said, this is Dustin and Gina's property. Where's their house? Hmm. And he said, no, I, I gave it to them cause I knew they'd build me a house. And so I had that word, you know, and then you're telling me about the, I mean, you wrote down tons of stuff you're telling me about. Yeah. So we started really, I mean, I started seeing this vision of the barn, like, I don't know, 2015, 20 years ago, something. I had my phone during a podcast. That's horrible. (laughs) We'll ignore that part. We can't. We'll skip that. Oh yeah. We're live. We're live. We We forgive you. We just forgive you. You're awesome. So, um, yeah, Tell me about so, the barn, Chrissy. Yeah, so like 15, 20 years ago, I started seeing this barn. And in my in my mind, I called it the song barn. And I drew it out. And I saw writer's rooms and coffee shop and like venue, basically, yeah. Yeah. place for people to be able to share songs. Yeah. And, um, I, and I just saw a board of like songs written there. And I saw a lot of detail and everything. And Eric actually presented it to investors about 15 years ago. And then he did it a second time about four years ago. Um, and that was before really 
brave was a thing, but then brave fit into that vision, yeah. you know, yeah. but because a big part of what I was seeing was really this desire for people to be able to come together in a no fire zone, yeah. kind of like this, like safe place. We're not related to any one record label or any one publisher yeah. or any one thing. Like this is for everybody. This is community. Yeah. And that's, my heart was just craving that. I was, it was the mom in me, like wanting to gather people together and create a family yes. where I didn't see one, yeah. you know? And so um, through the years, you know, Brave began kind of out of that same place. Um, but I remember there was a night, it was a Kingdom songs, and I don't know if you remember this, but you were speaking. And this might have been maybe like five, six years ago at this point. Okay. But um, you were speaking that night and I was doing brave stuff, but we were kind of like sporadic with it. We weren't we weren't doing it monthly. We we're just sort of doing it whenever. Yeah. And you said that night, um, women's ministries are being birthed in this room tonight. Hmm. When you said that, I felt like the Holy Spirit all over me. And I felt like, oh, my gosh, like I need to be doing this regularly and I need to I'm responsible for this, yeah. you know, like yeah. this, like spiritual responsibility feeling yeah. fell over my heart. Like, don't let this go. Like, don't. This is not like a second um, thing. This is first thing. Like we need to be raising up these girls. So, anyways, um, that's when I got really serious about yeah. brave worship. And then through the years, you've spoken into a lot of what we've done. You've helped speak into our structure um, and spiritually our covering, and you've spoken into you know making sure certain gifts are on our leadership team and mm. things like that. Like helped us to structure a lot of what we're doing now That's and awesome. a lot of where we've grown into. Um, and I want to mention this to our very first ever brave podcast. Do you know who was on it? No. Darlene. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Our very first ever. And yeah, yeah. she was a big part of the reason why I didn't stop writing at age. I think I was around 30 where, um, I had just been told by a record company executive, um, you know, if I was sitting in his office and he said, if you were five years younger, if you were 25, I'd sign you today. But you're 30, so you're old in the industry. Sorry about that. And I was so crushed. Yeah. And one of my friends, uh, Sherry Adams, drug me to a Darlene Check concert. I didn't even want to go. I was like over the whole thing. Yeah. And Darlene that night, she spoke a word um, saying there's a cloud over this town and I just want, somebody needs to know that you're not too old for what God wants to accomplish through wow. you. And you need to keep going. I'm a grandma and I'm dancing on the stage tonight. And wow. then she started dancing and I broke yeah. and I knew um, that was for me. That yeah. was the Lord encouraging me. Um, and had I stopped, I wouldn't be able to help anybody else, you yeah. know? Yeah. But anyways... Fast forward, all of the girls started dreaming about the barn with me, all the brave girls. And we've had people come up to us many times. We've worshiped somewhere yeah. in a church, and we've had people come up afterwards and say, I don't know why, but I just see you guys worshiping in a barn. Yeah. And we're like, you got to be <laughs> kidding me. And we lost our meeting place a while back, yeah. and we were looking for a spot Um to do a conference, yeah. the only place we could find was a barn. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> then you and I were looking for barns at the same time. Yep, do you remember that? I do. I was looking yep. at a property not very far from yep. where you guys are looking now. But anyways, 
praying over that. I remember we having conversations. Yeah. How's it going with your barn? Yeah. Well, here's what's happening. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at that. Yeah. Um, and of course, I didn't have any money, money to do anything. <laughs> well, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't have money to looking. do it. I was just looking too. I was just declaring. Yeah, it. I just believed. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I was like, we'll get the money. Yeah. But um, super long story short, we sat down with you um, when you were getting ready to start this Hope You See, and you were meeting in a barn. Yeah. Like you, that's kind of how things yeah. settled. You were meeting in this barn that you renovated, <laughs> and the bunny barn. The bunny barn used to have bunnies. And I just remember sitting in that room and saying, do you think your barn is my barn? Yeah. Like, do you think it is? Yeah. And you said, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. So that all happened, which is crazy. And even in our, um, I printed this because I wanted to read this. Yeah. In our vision for Brave, one of our leading verses um, is Deuteronomy 28, 9. It says, the Lord will send a blessing on your barns and on everything you put your hand to. The Lord your God will bless you in the land he is giving you, hmm. which is crazy. And even in our vision, I'll never forget, <laughs> we put this on paper and printed it and had it sitting on everybody's places. Jenny Sanders printed this not too long ago. And in the vision of Brave, it has the song barn in the vision of Brave. Yeah. And I just remember people going, what's the song barn? And I was like, well... <laughs> It's not here yet, but it's yeah. in our vision, you know, like yeah. we just sense this coming. Yeah. So tell us, tell us uh, where that all adds up to and what's happening now and, and where we're headed. It's interesting, isn't it? Because when you think through it and you you get a dream, you almost feel like this is my, like I need to accomplish this thing yeah. and not realizing that it, I, I feel like the Lord's even revealing things to me as we're sitting here. You know, when I, things I've never really considered before, when when she told me, when that the lady, she's in her 80s, told me about the barn and the water pouring out of it, yeah. you know? So the water for me, she said, I asked the Lord, what is that? And he said, that's healing for the nations, you know? What? Well, that's amazing. Then, then when you say song barn, mm -hmm. I feel like, so in Revelation chapter five, it says, and, and I heard the sound like rushing waters mm -hmm. and declaring, holy, holy, holy is the Lord. Mm. Well, I always say like we reference things from our point of understanding. So yeah. when she said she saw waters, you see songs. Wow. But when John heard it, he said, I heard a sound like rushing waters. But if you've ever heard pink noise, I don't know if you've ever heard pink noise. When they EQ a room, uh -huh. they, they send pink noise through and it hits a microphone and it EQs the sound system. But what pink noise sounds like, it sounds like... Okay. Like it's just a loud static mm -hmm, noise, mm -hmm. but that static is every frequency in the spectrum at one time. Wow. But it sounds like rushing waters. Yeah. So what Ooh. if it wasn't rushing waters? What if it was every frequency every in the spectrum directed at the throne at the same time? Oh my gosh. So what if That's what crazy. she saw as water is songs pouring out of a Ooh, barn? What? But but oh, we, wow. we don't understand in our, in, because I was asking the Lord, like, what is that? water like you know do oh you want it gosh. to come down do you want it to come up and i felt the lord say you know um in john it says though jesus is speaking he says those who yeah. believe in me will have rivers of living water pouring from their bellies That's so what crazy. if what if the songs are just supposed to be really living waters yeah like what if it's just for somebody to take a drink 
Hmm. Like, you know, I've always said faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. We know that scripture, but what if the songs, maybe they're supposed to be sung by churches around the world, but maybe there's a supposed to be a drink for a person. Yes. And maybe songs are supposed to be birthed out of a place yeah. of, you know, that's just set apart in a sense for like, mm -hmm. this is what's going to be birthed out mm -hmm. of this season. Can I tell you something crazy? Yeah. Okay. Since I didn't tell you anything you asked me to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I love all that. Because in the people, anybody that's gone through my mentorship knows this story. Yeah. So it'll mean something to them. In fact, they're probably some of them freaking out right now because of what you just said. But in my book and also in the mentorship, um, I shared a, a vision that I had basically. And it was me um, and the, I was a water girl for the Lord. And he basically said, you're not responsible for how it's received. You're only responsible to carry the water in the oh, that's buckets. That's awesome. And so I walk them ah. through asking the Lord, what is my bucket? Yeah. And what is my water? And so for me, my bucket, my container, what contains what he gives me is song. Yeah. And the water that he puts in my bucket is truth. That's mm. what I carry in my songs. That's awesome. And so that's one of the journalings that a lot of them have done is that's what so is cool. your water and what is your bucket? And that's just so cool. Taking time to ask the Lord that question. But when you say buckets and water, I'm sure that comes to mind for a that, lot of them because so, we've gone through that. I mean, that's who, to me, that's who you've always been. And, but I think God's now, we're finding catching, there's visions, mm -hmm. but people, are going to process it through the giftings that God's given them. Yeah. So, you know, we were talking this week, Jeremy brought up a point of one of the guys in the Bible. It says that he was filled with the spirit to make furniture. That is the best. I like, love that. We, we wouldn't, we would not call that a spirit filled activity, but you recognize it when you see it. Yeah. Like, you you recognize, recognize it. People. it. Yeah. So what is it for, maybe for us, it's songs, but maybe yeah. for somebody else, it's business. Correct. Maybe for somebody yeah. else, it's furniture making. Maybe, yeah. You know, like, what is that thing? And so I love that he said that this week because it it really, I think, so now to pull it all together, yeah. we're at that bunny barn. We fixed it up and we're asking ourselves, is this it? Yeah. And it's like, God, it doesn't feel like it's settled. You know, we're still leasing it and stuff. And, and you've outgrown that, it. And we've out, we outgrew it, yeah, the first week. And <laughs> yeah. then we had a bigger barn in the back. We mm -hmm. were like, well, maybe we fix that up. And we just kept running into things that were that weren't possible. I mean, yeah. it just it, we needed it. We need it right away. They're telling us it could take two to three years to get it built, yes. do all this stuff. And so we're not even in the process of looking for a property. Mm -hmm. And I get texts. I get six texts in a day. Two mm -hmm. of the people don't even aren't even from here. And want the six texts I got was they're all the same. And they said, have you seen Homestead Manor that it's for sale? Right. I knew it was for sale, but um, it wasn't something that I had considered mm -hmm. for a church. And then uh, the sixth text, I was like, uh Oh, like there's you some, I something. could feel something in me. Mm -hmm. And so my wife and I, Gina, we went and looked at it, walked through it and she's more of an analytical type of person. So yes. my biggest fear with her walking in was her going, oh, it smells old. It was like, <laughs> it's built in 1819. You would smell old yes. too if you're built in 1819. So, so we went in and walked <laughs> yeah, through it true. and we walked out and she was like, oh my gosh, like this wow. feels like and ours. Tell us a little bit about what yeah. that property is specifically. So the crazy thing is for. it was built in 1819. It was actually started in 1799 mm -hmm. and Thompson station, mm -hmm. the city was established in 1798. So this was, wow. this was started a year after the city was established mm -hmm. and built in 1819. And then during the civil war, a major battle 
mm-hmm. erupted there. It was a it was a residence at the time, and eighteen hundred men died on that property, and they turned it into a hospital. Mm-hmm. People, guys from the north and south, they're bringing said both in there. Sides, right? Both sides, they're bringing in there to um, bring healing which is a crazy Whoa. thing. And then through the years, they've used it as a post office. Mm-hmm. They've used it as a general store. They've used it as a restaurant mm-hmm. and as a residence. Well, and I wanted you to tell the story about the girl that got the flag too, because for Brady, yeah. I think that would mean something. I think it's powerful. Yeah. So there was, uh, I, I I need to study a little bit more, even just her name, but they have a room there, right? That's mm-hmm. dedicated to her. And down in the cellar, she was watching the battle happen. And it says that she looked through the window and she saw the flag bearer running at the front of the battle with the flag and he got shot and went down and she took off running and ran out and grabbed the flag and started running at the front of the, of the, to lead the charge of the battle as a 17 year old girl. And it says that a general ran into the house where a bunch of the men were, I think hiding and said, (laughs) said, gentlemen, a woman has your flag. (laughs) And, and they, and they all ran out and went into the battle. And I thought that was such a cool story because I feel like, like um it's it's such a picture i think of seeing like you know we we've been told at times throughout history women mm-hmm. aren't allowed to have that flag mm-hmm. you know yeah. and i love that we're in a position to say grab the flag and run like you're going to challenge mm-hmm. people you're going to challenge other men you're going to challenge yeah. like god is calling you to just grab the flag because mm-hmm. i think too many times they just sit on the sideline just waiting for somebody else to pick up the flag yeah and that's what I love about Brave is just the opportunity of like, we're picking up the flag hmm. and we're running, not because we're trying to prove anything, but because we believe in a battle. Like hmm. we believe we're supposed to lead the charge in a battle. Or even that we're called to do that, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. You just have this But like, part of it, you don't even, call. you don't even, like she wasn't a flag bearer. Hmm. She was a girl with a passion. Yeah. And sometimes that puts you in a position, a better position than wondering what all the rules are of engagement. Mm. I don't really care about the rules of engagement right now. My mm. my passion says it's time to fight. Mm. <laughs> my passion says I'm not going to let this drop. Yeah. And I feel like that's where we're at even yes. in history of like I'm not going to let that drop and I'm not going to let you drop. I'm not, yeah. you know. And that's so this property for us I feel like is the culmination mm. of a lot of those, of those things. things. And so you know my passion then God starts building in us mm-hmm. like I want to do bigger things in a 2-hour church service there. Mm. I want to release giftings. I want to release anointings. And I felt the Lord say, I don't want it to be used for two hours a week. I want it to be used for 168 hours a week. Yeah. I want the property to come alive. I mm-hmm. want it to be a place where you have a coffee shop. There's a garden in the back. You yeah. know, there's 40 acres of agricultural land that mm-hmm. has to be tended. And do you do a community garden or you do different aspects of it mm-hmm. and then lean into this barn being a place where there can be a gathering and things be birthed in mm-hmm. there and businesses come alive mm-hmm. and, and a city comes alive. Like yeah. we want it to be more community driven than we want it to be just about just hope you see, you know, right. this is about all the ministries that God's gathered together mm-hmm. that's saying, I want brave to mm-hmm. be a leader in this. I want them to pick up the flag and run with it. You know? Mm-hmm. So my job then is to create the space for that to happen. My mm-hmm. job is not to lead it or to dictate it. My job is to build the space, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's why over the past, you know, it's kind of crazy because we stepped into it like, Okay, what do we do? And it's like, yeah. well, make make an offer. Mm-hmm. So we were like, okay, so we made an offer. And then I'll never forget when they called my they called actually Gina's phone and they were like, they've accepted your offer. And Gina looked at me, she's like, oh, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> <laughs> 
because remember. she's like, I was like, why? I was like, you're excited. She's like, I, I don't know. I don't think, I didn't think maybe they'd accept the offer. Oh my gosh. And then, yeah. and I told her, I was like, well, don't, don't freak out. Cause now we have to raise a million dollars in basically 30 days. Don't freak out. Yeah. It's just a million well, dollars. well, the thing is, is if you don't raise it, yeah, you don't do it. Right. If people don't believe in it, and if you if if that vision isn't really out there, like mm-hmm. we all love to talk about the ideas, uh-huh. but like I've you know we've we've been a part of doing something. You know when you started this, like yeah. you have to lay everything down. Yeah, like I've you have to you're paying for it. Yeah, you're paying for stuff. Yeah, Eric, so Eric's calling. He's called Brave my. <laughs> Negative profit. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Yeah, I remember Eric it's first time when, when he said he goes, "You you want the barn too?" He goes, "Good." He goes, "Somebody else to pay for it." <laughs> yeah, he said, "Thank God I don't have to remortgage yeah. my house." But oh my well, uh, it's because he you know, knew it was coming. Yeah. Like when I know that I know that I know. Verdict's like, still out too. Oh, we got to remortgage our houses. Oh, or that, not, so. yeah, we might. We still might. <laughs> no, we won't. We won't. <laughs> But I, we might. I love the fact though that we're willing to lay everything down for a vision God's given us to see yeah. other people engaged. Like, what does it really, you know? It's well, like that is the beauty of the whole thing because, yeah. yeah, I mean, we're sort of used to it, and and I've seen it a lot where people are building kingdoms, yeah, but it's it's kind of got borders around it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's within these these walls and within this framework that'll yeah. work. But I, what I haven't seen, and what I'm super excited about, was, oh, you're you're building a kingdom. What if we join you? Yeah. You know, and then what if this ministry joins us? And what if this one does? Yeah. Like, it gets really exciting for me to see what God can do with us together. Yeah. Like, not just isolated, yeah. but like literally as a family, and you know, creating that space for people to be loved and encouraged in what they do. Yeah. And, and like you were saying before, businesses, and yeah. that's a big part of your heart. And yeah. I know with Eric, my husband, so he's been a, a, an entrepreneur for years. Yeah. And, and for him, he, it's been interesting to figure out where that fits in context of ministry. Yeah. Just honestly, you know, or like church life or church life. How does yeah. that fit? Yeah. Um, and you guys have been doing the entrepreneur breakfast or yeah. what do you call it? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, the breakfast, they've had conversations and what they're really excited about is they're calling it a dream incubator. Like yeah. they want people to walk on the property with dreams and for them to be able to speak in and pray in and help yeah. guide or, you know, give direction to these people that are having these dreams. Yeah. Um, and it's not just him. Yeah. There's several guys um, that are in that group that are, are ready yeah. and willing. And ladies. Yeah, and ladies too. <laughs> and thank you. That yeah. is the first time. I can't time believe you left out the ladies. Wow. Happened. Oh my goodness. I can't, I can't believe you did believe that. It. I was kept waiting for it, but Wow. No. You're so right. But so many that have experienced being entrepreneurs or or business and are excited about merging those things together. Yeah. And how do we do that in a beautiful kingdom way? Yeah. And I think we're about to find out. Yeah. And I've, I think it's happening. Yeah. That's where I felt the Lord tell me like, you know, cause I'm stepping into it and I've, I said this at the very beginning, I said, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a king and I don't need a castle. So I'm That's not good. trying to get a land to make me feel more important, no. um, but I am an ambassador for a king. Mm-hmm. And so we want to walk with our heads up and we speak for a king, but I'm yeah. not building it for myself. I'm yeah. building it for a kingdom. I want the kingdom of God yes. to be established in the earth. And I want a people to be able to come alive in it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've watched business guys sit in churches feeling like, well, I'm actually kind of successful and I, my family's doing good. And, 
But the only message we had was like, if you're hurt, if you're broken, mm. if you're lost. And it's like, yeah, but Isaiah 61 says those, like we all exist at that level at some point in life. And it says, you know, mm-hmm. that he'll give you the oil of gladness. He's going to, you know, he's going to replace that, the yeah. heaviness. He's going to re- do all that. But then it says, well, what is it? Jesus, Jesus even quoted it. The spirit mm-hmm. of the Lord is on me to preach good news to the poor, to bind up the brokenhearted, set the captives free. Mm. But then down later it says, and they, the ones who are set free, will be called oaks of righteousness mm. for the display of his splendor. Mm-hmm. And to me, like, where are the displays of splendor mm. in a city? Where are the oaks of righteousness yeah. that aren't moved? And then it says, and they will rebuild, you know? Yeah. And they will rebuild the places long devastated. They wow. will renew the cities that have been devastated for generations. Mm -hmm. And so for me, like, that's not a person, that's a people. It started out as an individual. Mm -hmm. You know, I got to get this right. I got to get fixed. I got to get joy. Mm -hmm. I got... But then it becomes us and they will. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we've all walked through this process. And I think some guys and girls in business are sitting there like, I don't do music. I don't preach. I don't, but they've got brilliant like brilliant minds and they've got their, they may be furniture builders, you know? And it's like, but we want you to be spirit filled and then build the best furniture. We want to see you enact a kingdom of God in, in, in a financial sector, Mm -hmm. in government. Mm -hmm. We want you to be that person that Mm -hmm. God's called you to be. And he wants to ignite you, not to make you just a songwriter. He wants that. There's a group of those. We need those. Like, because they're, songs are going to lead the revolution, you know, mm-hmm. but in that, in that sense, like not everybody's supposed to be that, hmm. you know, there are some who are supposed to be business. And here's yeah. the thing, because we haven't stepped into it. Mm-hmm. There are people who are supposed to be financed as songwriters who haven't been because business people haven't been empowered to be who they're supposed to be. Wow. So a lot yeah. of this probably could have been taken care of years ago mm. financially, but it mm-hmm. couldn't because we were taught that it's not, it's sometimes you're more spiritual to not have money. And so then God's saying, I need you to move forward. And we've been saying like, well, we can't cause we don't have the money. Mm. And God's saying, I've been trying to finance you for years, but all you'd focus on is that two hour service where business people don't feel Ooh. empowered. All they feel like is I either have to be, to be important. I have to be on that little stage. Yeah. And I feel like we fought for that stage for so mm. long. We forgot the city is our stage. Wow. Yeah. You know, and a Joseph anointing is supposed to come where even those in government start to see there's a favor on your life. And I want that a part of my life. You and know? when we bring that favor into the community, like yeah. past the walls of the church, yeah. you know, I want to say one thing. I'm, I'm sure I'll get, I'll get kicked back for this, but it should be, we're, we'll end okay. after this. And then you could cut it off at the end if it's bad. <laughs> okay. I was reading Romans eight and I'll probably preach on this some Sunday, but mm-hmm. it says the, the earth is groaning for the sons of God to be revealed. Mm. Well, what happens when they're revealed? I feel like the earth is made to sing and not to groan. Woo! So the thing is, is the yeah. land that we stand on, mm-hmm. you know, the word holy means set apart. So the land I stand on, I want to create is holy. Mm. So how does the land produce when it no, is no longer groaning? What happens if we, so Fruit. when I think of a groan, mm-hmm. what key, what, what key do you think that is? Minor. Yeah. So what happens when it's restored? Major. Mm-hmm. And it brings health and it brings life. It's no longer in war. It's no longer in mm-hmm. turmoil. It's no longer um, not resolved. Mm-hmm. And now we're bringing it into a resolution of a major key. Mm-hmm. And you feel the life of that. And mm-hmm. the land feels the life of it. And I don't think we understand that, you know, we always love to talk about our the depravity of man and all that kind of stuff. But what about the earth? The Bible says that the earth was put in that position because of man. Mm-hmm. And now it groans to be restored to mm-hmm. a position 
because of the sons of God being revealed. Mm. So I think we're going to be able to stand on the earth, stand on that land and Mm -hmm. see it restored to a position of life Mm -hmm. and have what might've been sung as a minor key of war to be able to sing as a major key of healing, Mm. you know? And I think we're going to, I think we are going to restore what, what has been a groan. I think we're going to cause it to sing. Well, and how beautiful that the Lord would choose to do that on a battleground, right? That he would, choose to bring restoration and healing to the body right in this city but i think in many like i think it'll be bigger than our city yeah i think so too. and and i think he's chosen that location specifically for yeah. this time yeah um because of the history of that yeah. spot which I think is so, too. so amazing <laughs> It's mind-blowing. And it's beautiful. The, yeah. It is gorgeous. So tell us just a little bit about the, what's on the property. So okay. The so, home. well, there's the home, and that's that was built in 1819. And then they added, on the back of it, they added what will turn into a beautiful coffee shop. They made it they made it look like a conservatory mm-hmm. on the back side of it. Then there's a schoolhouse that was built in 1814, and we're talking about putting a full studio in it. Mm-hmm. And then so we can record across the property and it go back to that studio. The event barn can be used for weddings. It can also be used for, you know, various um, activities, yeah, events and things for the city. And then the back, we're talking about the property actually has um, agricultural, but it has a lot of uh, forest area too. Mm -hmm. And it backs up to 200 acres of preserved land where they have trails back there. So we're talking about putting trails back and even having a place for prayer walk and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. in the back. So it is a gorgeous, I mean, it's a gorgeous piece of property Mm -hmm. and it's right on the main street, you know, Mm -hmm. coming in and out of the heart of our town. um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's super close to Franklin, Nashville, easy to get to from there. And then it's right outside of Thompson station and spring Hill. It's like right in between. And so, yeah, it's a crazy thing. And and we did a video of it. uh, I think it's like a seven to eight minute video or something Mm -hmm. like that, that, um, yeah, I don't know where you can find that, but yeah, I think I shared it on, (laughs) okay. On here before. So they've probably seen it. Yeah. Yeah. I knew we played it, but I couldn't remember where we posted it. Yeah. So, um, brave is all in with this vision. We're partnering with you guys and all that's happening and all you're doing. And we're going to do that together. So, because of that, um, I mean, it fits perfectly into our vision, which I'm trying to figure out if I should read this whole thing. It's kind of long. <laughs> but um, maybe I'll just post this later. Cool. But um, but we want to help. We want to bring something to the table. We want to invest in what's happening because um, it's what we've been praying for, too. Yeah. And so we're in with this vision and I know it's not just for our city. I know that this will be a meeting place. Um, I know specifically for brave, I know people will be coming from all over to be a part of that community and that family. And it's going to be serving well outside of our community. So, um, it's for everybody. And I just want you guys to know that, that there's an open door and the whole heart behind the whole thing is openness and building community together and, um, helping to raise up dreams and launch them yeah, and watching people thrive in their true gifts, the way that God, um, created them. So, yeah, but it will take us, we have another 
We have 10 more days. So we okay. we we hit the $750,000 mark, which is amazing yes. uh, in 30 days. And so we have about 250,000 more that we need to raise over the next 10 days for the down payment. Okay. And so We got this. Yeah, that's not that's it's easy. Yeah. I mean, we've already raised $750,000 <laughs> and we're mortgaging your house too, You're right. so that we're helps, selling you know? the house. Like, yeah. No, That'll I think help. that um it's the cool thing is we've had so many people so yeah. into it. And I think it's crazy because when you sow into something before you see it, yeah. like there's something that comes back to you and that's scriptural, you know, mm-hmm. you reap what you sow. And I think that God's going to use this for those who see it ahead of time. A lot of people mm. want to be a part of it later when they right. see it as successful, but not very many people you know, always see it ahead of time. And this yeah. group has, you know, that's what I love mm-hmm. about brave. It's what I love about hope you see. And those who are gathering together to do this, because it's just been like, we see it ahead of time. We're not yeah. even in there yet. And we already see ourselves in it. It's crazy. It. Every time you drive by, you're like, I feel myself already there. Yeah. And so it's happening. Yeah. And this gives people a chance to be a part of it and mm-hmm. not just let somebody else build what they've dreamed of yeah so we get to be a part of it too this is a part of what we were talking about um regarding like building the same kingdom together yeah so this is it yeah this is the first way and yeah there will be more ways but financially yeah. we need to get in there first yes so yeah how can we do that okay well yeah so you can go any of my Instagram page or hope you see uh, Nashville's Instagram page mm-hmm. in the bio. There's the link, but I'll also post it on. Um, we can also post it on this live and then we can figure out how to get it on the brave, you know, brave yeah. stuff too. Awesome. Uh, and so it gives us another week basically to pull this money. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. Yeah. Well, um, I'm super excited. I cannot wait to see what God's going to do and to be a part of it. I know Eric said he's going to work there every day. Yeah. Like he's already out of he's already moved out of he's his office. Pay rent. Yeah, he'll have to pay rent. That's what he'll he's, have to do. He's already out. He's already over there. He no, he said coffee shop. Oh yeah. He's going to be, be in the coffee shop working in <laughs> the coffee serve shop. serve people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's going to awesome. be working. But um but yeah, I'm so excited. Me too. Um already anticipating continuing to dream and all those things it's going to be amazing yeah and um honestly like when i was thinking about a barn that was like my model barn in my head of what i'd like for it to look like amazing and and now it like it is that barn and i'm i literally was almost i was one second away from weeping on the concrete floor the last time we did a worship service in there oh my goodness because it was so overwhelming yeah it's so so surreal I can't believe it. Yeah. I can't believe what God's doing. And it's it's something only he could do. Yeah. You can't make this stuff up. No. That all these things, all these tiny things crossed. Yeah. And there's more. Like we just shared yeah. some of what we saw, but he has confirmed it so many times. Yeah. Um, it's just undeniable. So that's how we can yeah. um just boldly share with you guys and boldly ask, hey, we need to finish this. Yeah. So we can get in and yeah. we can all be there together. So Woo. We're excited. Oh my goodness. I know you guys are. Yeah, it's and, gonna be a blast. Um, thank you so much, Dustin, for just coming on and sharing what's going on. I wanted you guys to hear it just directly from him. And um yeah, I thanks know, for letting me tell the story. Yeah. And you've been a part of stuff we've done in the past, but yeah. thank you again so much just for all you've poured into us and um for your heart for for women specifically. Yeah. And um 
we won't forget that. It's meant so much to us all along the journey, especially, you know, making decisions and the leadership team and all of that. It's meant a lot. So well, it's meant a lot to you. be a part. Thank I really you believe so in much. it. You know that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Yay! Thanks for listening to the Brave Podcast, Awakening Dreams, Purpose, and Songs. You can visit braveworship.com to learn more about how you can join one of the upcoming Brave Coffees in your local area. We'd love to connect with you on Instagram at Brave Worship and on Facebook at Brave Worship Page. We'd also love for you to join us at our next songwriting event or missions trip. And you can stay up to date on all of those things and the latest happenings when you sign up for our newsletter at braveworship.com. The times I've grown most as a songwriter are the times I've had mentors showing me the way. If you're looking to grow as a songwriter, we're now accepting applications for our Worship Songwriter Mentorship. Now, it's available only a few times each year. The Worship Songwriter Mentorship is a songwriting intensive that will help you craft impactful worship songs. It's a course created by Dove Award-winning and Grammy-nominated, drumroll here please, (laughs) our founder, pro songwriter Chrissy Nordoff. It's a small group community, and it's led by other songwriters over the course of nine weeks. It's an intensive course and a small group co-writing environment, and that means you'll be added to a special group of about 12 writers, give or take. Each group is led by experienced songwriters, some of them my dear, dear friends, and I've even gotten to lead a group or two. Rachel here, by the way. We love the church, and we love to champion fellow worship songwriters just like yourself. In this mentorship, you'll learn how to write songs for you and your congregation, You'll go deeper in your intimacy with Jesus. You'll get the tools needed to help craft songs more easily and never run out of creative ideas. Okay, I know it sounds too good to be true, but trust me, this course is a game changer. You'll learn how to leverage your unique songwriting personality and connect with other like-minded writers in a meaningful way. Truly, I can't think of another course, group of people, community that has impacted my songwriting the way that this mentorship has. If you're wanting to take the next steps in your songwriting journey, then apply now at the link in our show notes. We hope to see you there.